0: complete shit show. I am Churchill with me. He's my co-host, the CEO and the man with the emergency phone calls. It's Kieran. How are you today, buddy?
1: I am well. I am very well. Um, what emergency phone calls? Oh, well, let me talk
0: about, tell you a little story. <laughs> I was at a family get-together oh. on
1: Thursday night.
0: Oh, you poor thing. Uh, that was alright. Yeah, family sort of thing, talk, meeting up, talking about a family holiday. So, you know. Up and down What can you say Are you
1: going on another cruise We're not going on another cruise You're going on another cruise Aren't you If if I am I'm bringing you uh, Good Because <laughs> you'll have no fun On a cruise You're stuck with your family In a confined space With a hell of a lot Of other families On what is a Terrible te- you, you know what Me I know. and my dad Got drunk every day
0: I, I could drink with my dad Every day You could drink with my dad Every day I could drink with my <laughs> dad Every day <laughs> Leave my dad out of this. But nonetheless, we're at a family event. Mm-hmm. And Jess rushes off to get her phone. Oh. at a phone call. It's a phone call, right. From you. When? Thursday. <laughs> <laughs> what was I doing Thursday? <laughs> and, and then all I overhear you on the phone because you are yep. very loud <laughs> on the phone. No. And obviously you were also a little bit intoxicated but not intoxicated oh, enough right, yeah. <laughs> because the Thursday. Question, the question was why wouldn't a keg of beer be working but you started off the conversation with this is an emergency it
1: was an emergency and
0: jess was like oh my god is everything okay and secondly it was because the keg of beer wasn't wasn't working and jess provided you with two viable not solutions but issues that could be causing the problem And I'm hoping that the keg of beer, whether it was too hot and needed to put a bag of ice on the top or two, there wasn't enough gas in the, in the, in the, in the, in In the the spigot. In the, in the, uh, in the thing. Yeah. In In the the spigot there.
1: No, it was an emergency because I got, I got called to a bar to try a brand, well, not new, but this person had said that they had been craving this beer all week. And I thought as a responsible person that I would go along. Yeah. And try that beer. But the the bar lady took quite a number of attempts to pour the beer. More than what I would do, right? If I was pouring a beer. Well, just like this podcast, it's one and done. <laughs> right? Right. And and it took forever. And then I got the beer and it was like, this doesn't taste, but I've never had it before. Yeah. And a then bit flat, was it? Fellow colleagues said that. Uh, yeah, it felt flat, yes. And that it wasn't the the best. So and then I wanted a refund. Ah. But they put you a different beer at least? Well no. All the beers yeah. were experiencing the same problem. Oh, oh that's weird. Yeah. Yeah, that must have been the But gas. it was a hot day Thursday.
0: It must have been either that or the gas pipes. I would say the yeah. gas pipes something was going oh, but on. But all there.
1: the beers were affected.
0: Very so. sad. Oh that's a that's a rant in itself. Jesus Christ. Beer's not working at a pub. Like, what's the point?
1: <laughs> that's the whole point of going to a pub. And I know everyone is bored of hearing about this now. Well, I'm going to rant. Yeah. And I think you might... When you you talking about your family and some kind of boat trip? No, we, uh, we're going overseas, What I think. family event were you on on Thursday? Uh, just,
0: just a family dinner. Nothing fancy. Nothing fancy. But that's not what I want to talk about. But it kind of relates
1: to what I want to rant about. Yeah. Kira, you know what time of the year it is? It's the time where you don't wear shoes. Yeah, well, You've gone from moccasins... To nothing. <laughs> Not even flip-flops. You've gone straight to bare feet. I'm in
0: my house. I can do what I want. Yeah, but normally <laughs> don't, you wear, don't drink in my beers. <laughs> normally you
1: drink... Normally normally you wear the, the moccasins. That's true. Yeah. But
0: th- at this time of year, it's what
1: I like to call the season of obligation. Oh. Because... You're, you're obligated in this season.
0: In this whole season. Yeah. Because it, it, appro- it starts in October, mm-hmm. which is now. Yeah. And goes all the way until valentine's day mm-hmm. and it's event after event people book you in or i'm already booked out you're a, you're a man who is popular i don't know if it's pop, popular uh, being popular or just lots of people want people to show up to things yeah and i'm sure you're feeling the same it's like i've got to go do stuff for uh, melbourne cup day i've got like my birthday is also coming up i've got to do then it's Christmas start the season starts so you got like work Christmas functions you got your partners Christmas work functions you got to go to you got to see the family you won't see on Christmas day prior to that oh, you've yeah. got big family parties like weeks in advance of Christmas because you can't all get together You've got um, work you got,
1: functions. Then you got Festivus. You got Festivus, which is always an important. And then you have got Greek Orthodox Christmas. And now that's two weeks after Christmas. I
0: don't think they have. It. I think they have at the same time.
1: It's Easter that you're thinking of. No, 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 no. We've got a. I've got a religious friend. Okay. And they have it two weeks after because I. Uh, I'm always sceptical because they get to buy their presents on the Boxing Day. Sales. Oh, that's pretty cool. And there you go. So you got the new uh,
0: Christmas Eve, which for me is my uh, my dad's side of the family. Yeah. Christmas party. My mum's side is always on Christmas Day, but then we've got to go to Jess's family stuff as well. And it's only up until Boxing Day that you get a little bit of a break, but then we have to prepare for our big the fourth year. <laughs> is this
1: the fourth year? Third year. Third sorry, year. third year, right.
0: Phillip Island New Year's mm. specials. No more emergencies. We'll do it properly that <laughs> one there. And then after all that, it's, you know, getting back into work after you go and leave. So you screwed over then. Then you got Australia Day. Yeah. And then it's only until you buy your missus a gift for Valentine's Day is the season of obligation
1: over. And it's four months of your life that you'll never get back. Oh, oh, and then not to mention, um, then the the events start at the Australian Open. Yeah, exactly right. So then the city's in gridlock. Yeah, you can't get anywhere you
0: really want, and that's all during that January up to February sort of season, mm. you know. And then football starts after that. But I would say up until ba- starting now, yeah, up until uh, Valentine's Day is the season of obligation. I'm coi- I'm trying to coin the term.
1: No way. are you trying to coin a new term? I'm trying my best
0: because <laughs> uh, I think people will look at it differently if you say instead of like holidays because it's not really a holiday. There's nothing worse than trying to organize uh, Christmas things. Day
1: is not a holiday.
0: No, no, I call that my suicide watch day.
1: Yeah, it is it is work.
0: Yeah, I I will have to drive this this year from Brighton to Reservoir. You're gonna be in Brighton. I'm gonna be in fucking Brighton. Oh,
1: I'll be in Sandringham. Oh, there we go.
0: We'll, well come over. <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> Have just, some log food.
1: <laughs> yeah, that doesn't sound like That's a bad, bad idea. idea. Um I was, yeah, a- I was actually very shattered because you know, this Christmas is with my my father's side. Yeah. Right. Um but he's now living in Sydney. And I was like, So are you um are you going to Sydney? Are you will you be in Sydney? And he's like, No, no, we'll be down in Melbourne. Yeah. I was like, damn, because I thought I was going to get Christmas Day off. If you got Christmas Day off, I'm dragging you to which, all of my events, which, which I was like, oh, I'm going to book in Die Hard at the at Gold Class.
0: <laughs> but the season of obligation is just the worst time of year because you think, like in my head, all I'm looking forward to now
1: is New Year's Eve. Is
0: New Year's Eve because that's when I get to go away with, uh, with Jess. And then you guys come, we get real shit-faced, we dress up, we do that, and you guys fuck off, and I have a couple of days to recoup, mm-hmm. and then I drive back to Melbourne to head back into work and yeah. deal with more spreadsheets. But that's that time of the year. That's that's like the holiday I get. That's a little bit of work to organize, you idiots. <laughs> <laughs> but it's that time off I get in between everything else. It's, it's going to be great. Look, New Year's is going to be fantastic. I don't know fantastic. what we're doing yet. But I'm just not looking forward to these next couple of months of Christmas shopping, getting gifts, all that sort of stuff. Like I hate buying gifts for people. I, I just hate it. I hate receiving gifts from people. You need, you need to
1: come shopping with me.
0: What did you just go in, do it all at once, get out?
1: Yeah. I had a, a friend at work. Eight thirty o'clock. Eight thirty o'clock. Eight thirty o'clock. <laughs> right, on a Thursday. Late night shopping, mm. the shops are about to close. Yeah, you're in, you're in. I'm amazed you get there on
0: time. I am for about <laughs> seven. <laughs> I had a friend at work. Speaking of obligations, mm. I got to start doing some Christmas shopping. You know how it is. Got to think of something for you. my mum and dad. Always trying to buy them something nice, something And she yeah. goes, "Oh, I've already done all my Christmas shopping." What? And I went, "What? Okay, can you just roll it back a little bit? What did you just say?" She goes, "Yeah, yeah." I buy all the gifts in June, July, during like the end of financial year sales. Put it on lay by and then pay it off slowly, and then just uh, near Christmas, I just pick them all up, and they're done. It's not a bad idea. It's not a bad idea, but like, how much? I'm that's not, a lot of effort. That's, that's six. That's seven months of planning. Mm. Like you just get over that silly season. But it's like those people that do those Christmas. Remember like those Christmas hampers you could buy from the TV. It's like pay eight dollars a week. For the Christmas hamper, and that way on Christmas Day you don't have to buy two thousand dollars worth of food. They just give you the hamper with all the chicken and the, and all that sort of stuff. I feel it's a little bit like that, but you're actually physically having to pick it all up.
1: It'd be better if they just posted it. If they could, can they do that? I'm well, sure they could. Probably. I actually, I um, I'm amazed. I'm amazed. So sometimes I go into a shop, especially around festive or birthdays. And I walk in. Actually, I was very disappointed. I walked into a kids' store, and of course, you know, the birthday. Par- the per- birthday party was in about a, in you know forty five minutes, and I'm yeah. buying the gift right. Still in my mind, plenty of time, plenty of time. It's a boy or girl. I, I don't know. It doesn't matter. Right. <laughs> the point is, the, <laughs> the point is, I buy the gift. I've purchased, and then I say, "Can you gift wrap this for me?" They can't. No. Well, if you go to Toys R Us, they can't. No. I'm disappointed. Hey, I'm like, fucking charge me $50. I will pay you whatever it is to get this gift you wrapped. You should
0: be able to go to that shop Cardology or something like that and get things gift wrapped. I don't know that. I don't know that crap.
1: Yeah. Anyway. That's
0: why you've got to get a girlfriend. See, so girlfriends like the wrapping. Girlfriends will spend just as much on the wrapping paper and cards as they will on the
1: actual gift. I did go into one store that did wrap it. Yeah. A different gift. And I said, "You need to make don't don't wrap it nice. <laughs> it's like, got to be an intermediate level." I'm like, "It's got. I've got to think. I've wrapped yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. You know, don't wrap it." I don't understand. Like, if I
0: was to like your birthday, you know, you're turning 30 very soon, yep. and I know I've got to get you a gift, and I know for me, I'm like, I'm gonna buy him a bottle of booze, a yep. nice bottle of something, uh-huh. right, or a slab of beer. Uh-huh. I'm gonna rock up to your party uh-huh. and just be like. Here you go, buddy. It's not going to have a card. It's not going to have anything because you're going to go, good, let's drink it right now <laughs> because I have it in my hand and I was going to drink anyway. Whereas women like the whole unwrapping things of, it's like, oh, this 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 paper has little puppies on it and and cards you have to write. I never know what to write in cards.
1: Oh, shit. I oh, know. No, I Google that. You Google it. I Google that. <laughs>
0: I just, I had my cousin's 18th and just like, do you want to write on the card? I went, uh yeah, uh Dear Fuck <laughs> dear, dear dear my little cousin.
1: Happy eighteenth. Life uh, gets shit after this. <laughs>
0: and I'm like, okay, her mum's gonna read the card too. Can't write anything that rude, kinda uh hope you have a great day. Love from your big cousins and weasel. <laughs> and that was it. And then just like this is the worst card. <laughs> It's not like writing in your friend's twenty-first where you're just like, here's a picture of a penis. I know you've
1: seen twenty of them last night. <laughs> you know you can't do that for your little cousin. Re- really, what you should have written is congratulations on another successful orbit around the sun. Oh, uh,
0: thanks, Neil deGrasse Tyson. Celebrate
1: the day <laughs> of coming out of your mum's vagina right. once again. It's my my auntie's going to read this, but this is factual.
0: As factual as it is, doesn't yeah. it mean it's, pu- it's 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 it. Facts need the right audience. <laughs>
1: and that's the important does thing. Does she know you do a podcast? My auntie? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So why can't you write crap on the card? I just... She doesn't listen to the podcast. No, absolutely do you, she, Does she go around and go, Oh, my Anthony, he does a podcast, it's very
0: good. No, this is not my nonna.
1: <laughs> this is my auntie. She, Aunt- she grew up here. <laughs> I don't know, how do you do your
0: auntie's voice? I can't do my auntie's voice. Think of my dad's voice, but about uh, an octave up. Anthony
2: is a very good boy!
0: One day I'm gonna get my dad on this show. <laughs> <laughs> He's just gonna get drunk in the corner and just tease the shit out of you. Hey, but look, the season of obligation, it's 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 coming up, it's horrible. Make sure you have yourself stocked up with something.
1: Do you have the traditional family argument on Christmas Day?
0: Uh no, because because of how much travel I have to do between events. It's basically go to an event, stuff myself with food. Have something to drink
1: and then hop back in the car to drive to the next event. <clears throat> I've been pretty good. See, I've got a very, I've got a, a very strict policy on Christmas Day. Yeah. Number one, thou shall not be rushed. Yeah. Number Number two, it needs to be relaxful. Right. It needs to be a relaxing relaxful. Relaxful. <laughs> if it's not, that's re- a new word. If it's not <laughs> relaxful, well, you're full, but you've got to be relaxed. I get that. Then it's not a. It's not a, uh, you know, a, a Christmas. If I am forced by this government to have a day off for religious purposes, which I don't actually mind. I'll take them. But as an atheist, you know, but I'll take it. And See, the, sho- we're, we're and the were, shops are all closed. Us
0: Christians, me and yeah. Kanye West, yeah. who's now a Christian, is he, at, is a Christian, and he just released a whole Christian album, which is fantastic. Uh, so me and Kanye West, yeah. uh, we did double gifts. That's what we deserve. We deserve them. Show me where atheists.
1: Yeah, I think
0: that's fair. Yeah. Anyway,
1: um, I've got a rant.
0: What do you got for
1: me? I hate when people change chairs. <laughs> You're not comfortable in that chair. You don't feel at home, do you? <laughs> no, I don't. I'm too high up. Do you know? <laughs> you got the lever on the side. Do you know? <laughs> shut up for a second. Do you know? Once, once, <laughs> my mother, when I was twelve.
0: I don't know where this is going.
1: Threw my pillow out, got me a new pillow, and for the next year, all I did was complain that this pillow wasn't, wasn't the best pillow. It was inappropriate. She got sick of my complaining that she took me to the pillow shop and I tried out all the pillows until I found a pillow that was just right.
0: Well, that's... That- uh, this then,
1: chair is not right
0: can I put it out there have you, since, where's the lever since, since, oh now on the I can't side. find I the lever other side. you've only had half
1: a beer <laughs> there we go now I'm too low oh god damn it bed goes up bed goes down <laughs> see I'm used to that chair yeah. I know that chair I can slouch in the chair nobody knows what you're talking about so I mean, that's the case then <laughs> My, My ass groove is in that chair. Have you got an article for us? <laughs> That's important. They've got some news. Get some news going. They're going, Jesus Christ, who are this bunch? If you haven't listened to the podcast before, it is a real shit show. Oh. Man saves his now clippings. Oh, right. Sorry. Before I begin.
0: <laughs> you can't just...
1: Anyway. Yes. It. If you're ever going to propose... Yeah. Do this. <laughs> okay. Jess, don't listen. Jess is currently grooming a dog right now and listening to this. Probably would be. Man saves his nail clippings for a year and turns them into an engagement ring. Oh, God. That's disgusting. A video of a man turning his fingernail clippings into a diamond ring has disgusted the internet. (laughs) Yeah, who would have thought? (laughs) When it comes to engagement rings... We know that not everyone will be able to afford a real diamond. Turch, will you be following the three-month rule? Uh, Three months of income?
0: No, she got a dog, so uh, I'll skimp on it a little bit and spend more on the booze at the wedding. That's I'm, that's a good I, that's a good deal. I,
1: I accept that. I, <laughs> more money
0: on the holiday. <laughs> yeah, accept, it's got to be some sort of sacrifices, and that's because me having to
1: pay for most of it. Is the sacrifice. It's the <laughs> mental. you got to get over the mental thing. Everyone is having a good time at your expense. I'm going to have to. I will be having a good time <laughs> at your Everyone will expense. be having a
0: good time at my expense. That's all right. See, that's the... Everyone's going to want to do a speech. So I'm just going to set up the podcast. And <laughs> the podcast is everyone speaking into the microphone, into the camera, <laughs> with the, this microphone in front of them going, Hey, Dutch! is a... Uh, Epi-manage! It's going to be like
1: that. Lots of wogs doing that. I'll do the- Also
0: Blaine and I'll doing that.
1: (laughs) I'll do the 11 o'clock shift. I'll have the video camera at 11 o'clock. Just have some dessert first, (laughs) alright? I will. I know. I only do that after dessert. Now, instead of splashing the cash, some couples decide to buy cheaper- Oh shit, I missed a paragraph. That's alright. When it comes to engagement rings, we know that not everyone will be able to afford a real diamond. That's right. And there's nothing to be ashamed of. No. Instead of splashing the cash, some couples decide to buy cheaper ones or craft unique rings themselves out of sentimental items. Okay, now clippings. Why is this person (laughs) still with him? (laughs) I find them very disgusting.
0: Uh, yeah. I agree. (laughs) I completely agree. I like cutting my nails. Yeah. I, I think I, I like getting them a, ni- a nice shape and all that sort of stuff. Mm. Maybe that's because of the guitar playing. Like you got to keep your nails at a certain length, to, to, so it doesn't hit the fretboards and stuff like that. Yeah. But I've always liked neatening up my nails to mm. make them look nice. And I, I always do you, hate to get pedicures. No, nah, I do it myself.
1: Well, what's the difference? Sorry. What's the difference between a pedicure and a manicure? Uh ones f- for feet.
0: Oh, manis for hands. There you go. Like p- podiatrists, they yeah. do
1: feet. Yeah. Yeah. Or oh, pedophile. All right. Um, <laughs> well,
0: some people are <laughs> at defeat.
1: I feel like it's going to be one of those episodes.
0: Uh. <laughs> uh, all right. Are you there's, lost there's, it. Yeah. There's, there's no <laughs> more to just this article. lost it now. Yeah, it's gone.
1: I'll get the video. Can just, you? Can you if, I'll send if, the video to you. Yeah, thank you. That's exactly what it. I want to watch. If anyone
0: <laughs> wants to marry Kieran, he's willing to sacrifice his fingernails and toenails months have you ever seen on the internet um that video it's by that video oh yeah i've seen that That video i'm trying to give you some context because it's not really a video it's more of a reddit sort of thing but uh a guy named uh a guy on youtube named wang that did a video on it about the cum jar no go on (laughs) so this is what i kind of think of when you think of like a jar of of nail clippings this guy got a jar and put a little, more, a little pony figurine in it, mm. and every day would come in the jar to mm. fill up the jar, covering up the yeah, the, and he eventually filled it. Right, okay, <laughs> that's the yeah. story. Yeah, <laughs> nothing much else, but he's trying his best.
1: So he's he's filled it, or well,
0: he's up to his second or third one now.
1: And then what does he do? He just keeps it. Okay.
0: You know, what are you going to do with a
1: jar full of your cum that's lasted years with know. a cum? I don't know. I wonder if you had plans for it? Or... What do you do with it? I don't know.
0: Just have a wank? Where does it go? Well, it doesn't go in a jar. Well, where would you go? What's your technique? <laughs> <laughs> I'm diving into the real <laughs> deep issues here. Are you a
1: tissue man or you just splurged on yourself? Oh, look, I think everything (laughs) is an option and everything is not an option. Well, okay, then, so you're coming in jars. That's what I got out of this conversation.
0: (laughs) Do you have an article for us, (laughs) Jake? Oh, I got something better than that. Our dear, dear friends. Our dear, dear friends at Karaoke Big E. Obviously, listen
1: to our show. Well, they've done more than I have.
0: But we're not very
1: happy. <laughs> we're, oh, we're not v- happy?
0: We're not, they're not very happy with Oh, us. they're not very happy. They're yeah. not very happy with us. I
1: saw some messages. You saw some messages. Well, look,
0: they they got us on Twitter, right? Yes. Which is great. And uh, the first thing I did was, I, sent, I just tweeted at them and said, Hey, you know, uh, we talk about your podcast on our podcast. Have a listen. Yeah. Which is great. And then the first thing they, it, they tweet back is awesome. And I'm like, oh, they haven't listened to the show. <laughs> yeah. Literally an hour later, <laughs> Okay. I get this tweet from them. We are glad you think we are bad. Hopefully we get some downloads from this episode and we will never do your show.
1: What does that mean?
0: Well, I think they're meaning like they'll never come on our show to talk about anything. Oh, okay. And I'm like, oh I'm really disappointed. I love these guys. Yeah. And it's it it's for me, I feel this podcast is like the film the room. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't describe it last week, but that's how I so it's like watching the room. It's so bad it's good.
1: Yeah. But they love doing it and their passion really comes no, out. But that's the point of a podcast. I think so. You shouldn't care what other people think. So I message back, oh, dude. I
0: love your podcast. I've listened to the entire back catalogue. Anyway, in the meantime as well, I've also been messaging them back and forth. And I said, thanks for the mention. I really hope you guys listen to more of our show and we don't take it up seriously and uh, and the show is a joke just for fun. We're winging it. And then they this is something that really annoyed me more than anything else.
3: Hmm.
0: Uh, we never edit anything. Go back and listen to the first uh, Tuesday. We do this because we know it's bad. So they don't, like, uh, you know what, Kieran? You may not get the episode out on time, but you edit it. Yeah. Um, And for that, I can say we are one step ahead. <laughs> so, look, I was nice to them. I said, look, it's bit Turch, It's big E here. Uh, it's, ter- it's a big E, it's Turch here. Love your show. All it needs is a little bit of editing. More than anything else to cut out some of the flub that you don't need in the middle there, like... If you make a mistake or there's some dead spaces, just cut it out. Like, you can do that. Put a little bit of compression on. Put a little bit of reverb reverb when you sing. Because that's what happens when you go to actual karaoke. Mm. And maybe just do some fact-checking before you, you do the show to make sure you're not making mistakes. And then
1: they've got a great concept.
0: about the show. And then your show's fantastic. So, their latest episode, they decided to sing a couple of songs. One was Baker Street. Right. You know that song? Um, oh yes, yes, yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah that's right. Yeah, that yeah. yeah, saxophone, not guitar. Yeah, I'm, I'm doing a cover. <laughs> you doing a cover? I'm doing a cover. So
0: what I did was, the first things first. They said that this sax solo is the best sax solo ever. Yeah. And firstly, they're wrong. This is the best sax solo ever. ending saxophone solo to Miasma by Ghost. And I highly recommend everybody check that out. Super awesome. That was fucking amazing. It's awesome. Awesome song. Awesome band. Check out Ghost if you've got uh, a drive back to Ballarat. I highly recommend it. But they sang Baker Street.
1: Hmm.
0: And look, and this is what I want to show them more than anything else. It doesn't take long to fix things. So what I've done is I've gotten their track. Yeah. Oh, oh, right. And I did some stuff to it Mm -hmm. to make it sound better. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So let's listen to the original audio Mm -hmm. and then let's see my fix. And you tell me which one's, if it's better. Okay. Okay. Here's the original raw one for Baker Street.
3: Winding your way down to Baker Street. Light in your head and dead on your feet, well, another crazy day. You drink the night away and forget about everything. This city's desert makes me feel so cold. It's got many people, but it's got no soul. And it's taken you so long to find out you were wrong when you thought it held everything. You used to think that it was so easy. You used to think that it was so easy. But you're trying. You're trying now. Okay, so that's the raw one. I decided
0: to do a few things to this. Mm-hmm. Now, what I did was, and big E, mm-hmm. if you're listening, few things. Mm-hmm. First of all, compression. It's yeah. your friend. It just levels out everything. It brings up the lows a bit higher, brings out the highs a bit lower, making your vocal track sound nice and even. Equilibrium. Exactly right. Then, speaking of equilibrium, I put some EQ. Yeah, I know about EQ. EQ. So what happens is your voice has all the frequencies happening at once, but what you want to do is just isolate them and focus in on some, which means you don't want to be on the low end and you don't want too much top end. But you want just enough to make the voice a bit more clear. Hmm. Then, I put auto-tune on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just like every karaoke joint does. Or like autopilot. Yeah, like a pilot. Exactly right. And on this setting, is the setting I've used is called the share setting. <laughs> Remember that song, You Do You Believe in Love After Love?
1: Do you believe in love after love? I can make
0: you sound like that. Okay. Which is a problem. And then... It the trick to everything to make everything sound good, is called reverb. Mm. So this track is me editing, fixing now, it all up. What is
1: a reverb?
0: Uh it's like a natural echo,
1: mm. think like
0: that. You know when you, when you 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 yell in a hall. Yes. And you can just feel like the echo. Yeah, the like oh. re- reverberates off the wall, but you can hear it bounce back, and it's yeah. sort of it's a bit longer. Mm. Mm. That's what it is. So this is my edit.
3: Winding your way down to Baker Street. Oh, it's in key now. <laughs> Light in your head and dead on your feet. Well, another crazy day. Yeah, very good. <laughs> you drink the night away and forget about everything. I'll just skip right to the. See, right? So easy, you used to think that and it now was we so the snow. easy, but you're trying. Yeah. You're <laughs> trying now. It sounds like he's okay. Another year and then you'll be happy. <laughs> Just one more year and then you'll be happy. But you're crying. You're crying now.
1: Yeah, they're trying to be like us. We I only do so. we only do one take. That's right. But so we edit the crap out of it.
0: I know. that and I think that's <laughs> what they should be doing. So here's another example. American Pie. Mm-hmm. Great song. Yeah. Don McLean.
1: Bye, bye.
0: Miss exactly right. Me. Yeah, Let's have one. a listen. Yeah. So this is when they were doing duets. Okay. Now the good thing about auto-tune is it can also work for duets. So this is the raw one.
3: I started singing Bye, bye, miss American pie Go my Chevy to the levee But the levee was dry Them good old boys Were drinking whiskey and rice Singing this'll be the day that I die this will be the day that I die. I actually hate this song. Now for ten years really? we've been on oh, our, our own and monstrous fat on a rolling stone. stone. That's not how it used to be. <laughs> when the jesters sang for the king and queen, in a code he borrowed from James Dean, and a voice that came Take from you and me. Needs a little bit
0: of help along. Yeah. So that's the important thing with music production, right? Nothing you put into the console itself sounds like the way it, you hear it in the live room. Basically, you what you're saying,
1: it. you need to Instagram the shit out of your podcast.
0: Yeah, basically. And so here's me fixing, helping them filters, out. Filters, filters, filters. No filters, No one
1: wants to see your real life. Exactly. So they want is, to see it with filters.
0: Here is me fi- helping them out as best I can yeah. in a very short amount of time with no money.
3: I started seeing it hey. So it just has bigger. It says more ballsy. Now, like,
0: one thing I can't help, though, is that we're getting the lyrics.
3: Yeah.
1: And you don't even have the original track. No. This is just me editing what they've put out on the, the internet. Stole. That's not
3: how it used. When the justice sang
1: for the king and queen.
3: in a Cody borrowed
1: from James Dean.
3: And a voice that came
0: from you and me. So like I said,
1: boys. Uh, I, I don't mind them not missing the li- missing the lyrics. No, because quite. when I do karaoke, I miss the lyrics. I
0: don't. but at least you have some auto-tune. At least you have a bit of reverb ready to help you out. And if you were to ever record an album, I, or, I'd do that... T- to all your vocal tracks to make sure you're in key you're singing nice singing lovely and we can match you singing exactly what slim dusty did on the record and that's the <laughs> important part that's the important part so boys Big E, am not sorry for how harsh i was i love your podcast i know you're gonna listen to this i can't wait for the next episode i would love to be on your 100th episode. And I would love for you to come on ours and sing a karaoke song with us. I don't know how we're going to do it. We can do it. We can duet. I don't care what song. We could do Island in the Stream. <laughs> classic song. Or we could sing a classic Australian song here. And you know what? We'll even do a live version. Yeah. And I'll play guitar. Ooh. How good will that be?
1: That would be fucking good That'd be you.
0: amazing. And so on that note here, I'm going to pass it off to you. Big E, give me a shout out. Give me a call. Give me a text, we'll be there all the time. We only do one take podcast. Karaoke Big E. Friends for life, motherfucker. Kira, you got some news for me?
1: I do. An Australian hotel has ended up in North Korea. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that means, but you know. Um, I'm having fun. <laughs> you just that's not where you thought I was gonna go. No, no, not really. <laughs> um, it was a luxury hotel was. <laughs> A kind of the world had never seen before. It was the five-star Four Seasons Barrier Reef Resort opened off the coast of Townsville in 1988. That's pretty far away from... As the world's first floating hotel.
0: Okay. I was going to say, that's, Townsville's pretty far away from North Korea. Also, isn't North Korea landlocked? Church.
1: Can we not get bogged down in details? <laughs> okay, that means you don't know, <laughs> but it could be true. No, I'm just saying, you're not thinking of temporal. You're not thinking of time. <laughs> this is 1988. Yeah. This is before they were landlocked. They've got water around them. What? What? A country just can't stop being landlocked. <laughs> no, North Korea has a coast. Does it? Yes. Is it really? It's, yeah. Uh. You don't believe me. I
0: don't... I'm not sure.
1: It's landlocked, except for the side it has a coast. He's fact-checking. I am now. fact-checking. He is fact-checking. Oh, you're right. It does. Okay. Continue. Yeah, I will accept your... I should have made a bet. Oh, well. Um, <laughs> I'll, I'll write you a 250-word... You
0: can write me a 250-word <laughs>
1: apology for me to read on next episode. <laughs> um, featuring tennis courts, nightclubs, swimming pools, bars, and restaurants, a helipad... And almost 200 rooms across seven stories. The floating hotel was the height of 1980s luxury. And it put Townsville on the world map. I'm going to
0: put this out there.
1: No, it didn't. (laughs) Have you ever been to Townsville?
0: I can thankfully say I have not. I have been to Townsville. Okay, can you tell me, is it on the map? (laughs) No. (laughs) There's a
1: picture of it. That's pretty impressive. Pretty cool. I'll yeah, give it's it. a, I wouldn't stay there. <laughs> it's a floating hotel. Anyway, it turned out to be a great flop in Australia. <laughs> okay, so it definitely didn't put Townsville on the map. <laughs> but Kim Jong-un. Yeah. Yeah, or Kim Jong-il.
0: Yeah, anyway. Whatever it was. One of the Kims. Bought it.
1: Why not? It's got it's got unlimited money. <laughs> <laughs> he owns the Fed. <laughs> Bought it and took it to North Korea. Kim Jong un is now getting it demolished. <laughs> so Kim Jong il bought it. Yeah. Kim Jong un is now getting it That's demolished. Amazing. It's twelve thousand tons. Uh cost about forty million to build back in nineteen in the nineteen eighties. Uh, and no one has attempted to create a floating hotel like that ever again. I'm amazed the
0: Saudi Arabians sort of haven't done anything like that before because I think this is a solution. Yeah. To the issue they're going to have when the World Cup happens in Qatar, mm. because they're talking about doing boats. Yeah. But realistically, they could just build a floating hotel, and then when they're done with it, just push it. <laughs> Push it away.
1: Push it it away. Push it away. Let Let it go out into
0: the... Into wherever. Go out into the... Into the the ether. Yeah. Give it to a... Float it to a third world country.
1: (laughs) It's not a bad idea, actually. So, yeah. So, I... Because North Korea doesn't... It doesn't... It doesn't... Who goes to North Korea? I don't think you can even go... Dennis Rodman. You can go to North Korea. (laughs) Donald Trump now. Right. But
0: they've got, like, one hotel. I don't know. I don't know that much about North Korea. I know some jokes about North Korea, but uh, how? And I don't know some f- some weird facts about we, the leader. We
1: could go to North Korea on a holiday. Potentially, you got to fly to China. <laughs> That's probably not the best idea right? at the moment. And then from China, you fly into North Korea, and you can even go s- um, snowboarding and skiing. They've got ski fields. Wow. Yeah, and there's no one on there. Well, of course, there isn't. Because the North Koreans don't know how to snow. I watched a whole documentary ski. about snowboard.
0: Um like the Harlem Globetrotters mm. going down to North Korea to play against the North Korean basketball team and do a show and this and that. And Dennis Rodman set it all up. Wow. He's really good friends with Kim Un, yeah. Stuff like that. It's pretty interesting. It must be a weird dynamic down there. Uh, but it seems like it's going all right. I mean Trump's doing some pretty cool things with that sort of thing. Like we talked about that ages ago. I don't know. Look, I think it looks like Trump
1: might get impeached now, but maybe not. I don't know. He, Trump's not getting impeached. Nah,
0: nah, I didn't
1: I The think Republicans it. aren't going to impeach him.
0: They've got no front runners. They really
1: don't. It's every every man and his dog try to run and no one um no, no one can cheating. beat Trump if he goes for re-election. And it's safer for him to run for re-election and the the Republicans keep their seats.
0: I I hope they impeach Trump cuz then he can run again. And then have eight more years.
1: (laughs) Oh, is that what happens? Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Didn't you know that? So everyone's just like, yeah, impeach Trump. He'll run again. Win. And then technically his first term didn't finish. So the first term starts again.
1: Oh, fuck.
0: (laughs) So he might be pushing for this like at the end of his second term.
1: You get impeached. Yeah. That's That's not bad. It's not bad. That's not bad.
0: It's not bad. It's a good little scam. Um... Do you want to hear about the how how our children are going to grow up? Or do you want to hear...
1: I can tell you how they're going to grow up. They're going to grow up as idiots. Do you know how I know that? How do you know that? Because you're teaching them? Exactly. <laughs> God damn it, you weren't expecting that one. I was like, uh, that's, that's very good. Thank you. They spend too much time on their phones. Oh, look at us doing a podcast. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh, uh, oh, here's one. I, b- I found it. A b- I found a bunch of stuff, and if you, and if you think I'm going a bit too cons- conspiracy theory esque, hmm. um, you let me know. Okay. I have a feeling that the world is pushing environmentalism hmm. instead of as a as a good thing we should do as a relig- They're now pushing it as a religion. Come on. Because. I think what they're trying to do is they're trying to, unlike Christianity, I feel like they're trying to be more like Islam,
1: uh, like Islam, bad Islam or Islam, like fundamentalist, Islam. fundamental Islam, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Right. where you live exactly by the book where, and what well, Christianity
1: was five hundred yeah, years ago,
0: yeah, exactly, like yeah. <clears throat> more of this is exactly how you should live your life every single day, how you should act and do all that sort of thing, mm. rather than just being like be good to people. Yeah. You know what I mean? So let me give you some examples. These are a bunch of articles that, for me, are starting to cement a picture of what I think environmentalists in the future want. And you let me know if it's going a bit crazy. Because the first article I found was... Let me just pull this bad boy up here. first article I found was Thinking too much could cause you to die younger astray Study finds and I'm like, okay this is the, the sh- this is pretty stupid because I don't think at all and I feel like dying <laughs> <laughs>
1: And I I overthink. Yeah. And I definitely don't feel like dying. Yeah, exactly.
0: So, new research from Harvard Med School discovered people who think too much die at a much younger age. According to the study, people who died at 60 to 70 were missing something at those who died at 100. The rest re one silencing transcription protein. The protein helps quiet down the brain activity and reacts to the genes and stuff like that. People who are dead at 100 had way more of it than people who died at 60 to 70. But the only thing wrong with this study, that I could find, was that you can't measure REST while the, a person is alive. So they could only test, test cada- cadavers for this sort of stuff. Uh, we don't even know if that's related to thinking. I know, and that's what... that was Yes, yeah, so that so was. was so a clickbaity click title. It's a real clickbaity title, but interesting. But okay, I thought, okay, so they don't want us to think too much because we're, we're going to die. Mm. Here's the next one. The 2019 food trend is cricket powder and ins- and edible insects.
1: Okay, I have not seen that at all. Okay,
0: I- I'm pretty good with trends. I'm pretty good at finding things out. And I've got family members that are vegans. And even they're like, yeah, I don't think you should be... None of them have ever said you should eat bugs. Hmm. But apparently it's, yeah, like bugs, they're pushing... Bugs are going to be the new super thing because they're super eco-friendly. Mainly because the amount of food you have to feed a bug to get the meat, you know, the outcome yeah. is a lower ratio. For instance, mm-hmm. for 1.7... Oh, for 1 kilo of insect food, like for human consumption, you only have to feed out 1.7 kilos of food. Mm. Yeah. Where there is a pig, a uh, chicken, sorry, you have to feed it 2.5 kilos of food to get 1 kilo of chicken.
1: Five kilos of food for one kilo of pork. Well, that or doesn't kilo- tell you how quickly that food is produced, though. No, it doesn't. You know, I could be feeding an animal 10 kilos, but it's produced 10 times as fast as this other stuff. that I've only got to give them a kilo. Exactly
0: right. It's basic sort of thing. But what got me was at the end of this article. Millennials, they'll get it. This is in combination, more than anything else, with a vegan diet. Hmm. Those are two things that really stood out to me. I'm like, okay, I'm a millennial, and I don't get it. I'm not eating bugs. I'll give it a go. But I'm not going to be like, you know what? Crickets. That's the way, <laughs> way forward. So, so here's the next one. Too much exercise can kill you, especially if you are a white man. And I'm like, okay.
1: Well, if you exercise for 7,200 hours. Yes.
0: Yeah. So a study finds 7.5 hours of exercise per week doubles uh, your risk of heart disease. So Chicago... Uh, research asserted studied exercise, uh, exercise patterns for over 25 years they found that very active white men are 86 percent more likely to experience um build up of plaque in the heart by middle age if they do seven point hours of exercise a week in comparison black men did not like it's 86 percent more likely than what a black man would have if mm. they did the same amount of exercise but the only thing I'm having issue with here was that there was only 300. 3,175 participants, but it was over 25 years.
1: Yeah, but did they mention their food?
0: That's all they said. So I'm like, okay, so now you want me to not think, eat lots of bugs, and not exercise. Mm. And this was the icing on the cake for me. Okay. Tiny homes trend, increasing population worldwide. So, tiny homes apparently... Are the new thing for millennials. Because it's too expensive to buy a regular house. They're quite happy to live in these tiny, tiny houses. Basically, studio apartments. Apparently, people are happy, I'll say this again, to live in studio apartments.
1: Do you know what it is? It's status signaling, though. It, it is the, it is these millennials who are status signaling. That, oh, you know, look at me, hmm. I'm doing the right thing.
0: And this is where it goes on. So... Most of these little houses are less than 600 square feet, which is 55 square meters. Now, I was like, how can I put this into a good way that everyone sort of understands? That's roughly the size of the average, or just a bit bigger, by about a couple of square meters, of an average two-car two garage. Uh-huh. So, if you can picture that. Yeah. That's the size that a whole house yeah. is fitting in. Basically, a studio apartment with yeah. your kitchen, laundry, bedroom. Good on them. Stuff like that. Uh, currently, it's more financial freedom. And this is the thing that got me the most. It's less of an environmental footprint. Mm-hmm. So, I'm feeling from this, it's like, you don't think it'll work out. Just sit in your little pod and eat bugs <laughs> and consume. And that's it. I th- This is like these four articles and it may be just because I'm I was looking for a few little things here and there but these all came across my radar recently and it just seems like a future of like isolation in you like 1984 you got all you got in your one big room all the screens are on mm. on the walls you can sit there you can order your food online and get it delivered you're eating your bugs because it's environmentally healthy you're not using too much electricity because you've got some sort of stupid solar panel contraption that the government paid for on your roof and stuff like that. It just seems like a real dystopian future.
1: Yeah, and the thing is, it's going to be a very small subset of the population that do this. I wouldn't worry about them. I understand. I compl- wouldn't worry about
0: them. But I feel them. like this is going to become more n- normal. Like someone's going to go, yeah, actually, remember the time for like five years people bought little houses and eat. Eight bugs. Mm. Like it's gonna and then it's gonna be like one of those fashion things that in like a hundred years people are gonna go, Oh, I'm gonna try that and for ten years it's gonna happen until it becomes a social norm of eating bugs, living in small houses, not exercising, and not thinking.
1: <laughs> yes. Um church. They're status signaling bastards.
0: And but that's all part of the environmental aspect of But to I've it. got a point. Yes.
1: I was at a party Saturday. Yeah. A house party. And there was one of these status signalling micro house people there. Yeah. Right? The one that you described. And I was cooking lamb. Oh, delicious. On the barbecue. Oh, living the dream. That's Australian. Now, of course, I pre ate some of the lamb before the lamb was given to everyone else So to make sure that it was Cooked. adequate. Yeah, like and the and sausages. I, and I had a few other people consume this set lamb that was cut up. Anyway. The lamb is distributed to everyone else. They've made sandwiches. A lot of (laughs) socialists. They've made sandwiches. And I didn't buy the lamb, but I cooked the lamb. I didn't trust anyone else cooking the lamb. Yeah. I was like, I'm cooking. If anyone's going to cook this lamb, it's going to be me. Because I don't trust anyone else. Yeah. I know the barbecue. I know the heat distribution. (laughs) Not like yours. That was the first attempt. (laughs) Right. Right. Continue. You know, I'd cooked on this barbecue many of times before. I knew how it operated. Right. Anyway, there was this one person later in the night. And you know me, I make a bit of a joke. You know, I'm so sorry. Oh, you're a funny guy. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I'm, jokes. I'm so sorry that this food was rushed. I'll do a better job next time. There's this one person there who later in the night goes yeah, you, I didn't like the lamb, you didn't cook it well. Uh-huh. And I was like because people were talking about how good the lamb was. Oh, that's good. But this one person chimed in and I stopped and everyone went quiet like ooh, ooh. what's going to happen here? And I just sort of pondered. And then I said, well, everyone else likes the lamb, but you don't like the lamb. I said, the whole night has been about you. You've wanted to be the centre of attention. And now that you're not, you've got to criticise something. Mm. And it's far easier to criticise someone's cooking so you get the attention back on you. I see right through your tricks.
0: Yeah. sounds
1: about right. It It wasn't quite a burn... But it was very satisfying. I feel, I feel like you were happy with yourself. You needed to come up with a more savvy egg, but I was happy oh, with myself. You
0: would have thought that after all these years of doing the podcast, <laughs> you could come up with something on the fly that would have been made a bit bit funnier. But
1: you know, but I was also shocked that someone had criticised. You know
0: what? If it was me that said that, yeah. you would have come back with something.
1: I like that. know. I would have been And like... I
0: think that's the difference sometimes. People go, yeah, yeah, I'm really quick on my feet and this and that but it's only around their group of friends because they know other things and you can always divert. But with other people that you haven't met before, I think it was very ballsy that person to come up to you and just say it wasn't very good. Oh, yeah,
1: but I knew what she was doing. Oh she, oh, she, she doesn't count anyway. I knew what she was doing. <laughs> and one of those very I'm eco-friendly and blah, blah. And good look, good on you. If you are, good on you. But... Yeah. Like I said, they're, they're not solving... I've, said, I've ranted about this before. I've talked about this. They're not the ones solving the, the world's problems. Mm. You know? If, if Now, we need nuclear power, right? Of course. But that's not Elon Musk's... Specialty. Specialty. Yeah. Yeah. He's building electric cars. How can he get electric cars distributed? Make them look so fucking sexy that only rich people can afford them. Why? They've got the money they buy then people go oh this can become a norm he's a targeted a niche the rich right and then they're being environmentally friendly apart from you know coal being burnt to, to fuel it but let's that's not his problem right and then other, and then the more cars get built the cars get cheaper and they'll be integrated into mainstream so the society biggest cost, that's a
0: 10 to 15 year plan the biggest cost of electric cars is buying enough extension cords
1: to plug them in yeah other than that, perfect. <laughs> perfect. But, but he's not there to solve the, the energy thing. That's someone that's else. That's someone else. That's not him. People put that on him, but that's not his That's not his His, his, his primary focus. Yeah. Right? So they've got it the wrong way, these hippies. They need to target the rich and get the rich on board.
0: No, I think that... And then it no, gets into mainstream I, society. I think more than anything else, if they want to be part of the solution, just go out and invent the solution. And I think the more that they go into that field of trying to find the solution, the more they'll realise that the person that they were are the problem. <laughs> you know, it, it's it's like anything. You go, yeah, oh, it's easy to, to do this. It's like, oh, okay, well, you know, how about you do it? Once people start doing things, they've realised how difficult things are.
1: Mm.
0: You know, it's like the same thing with you. I used to rant about tax all the time, all the fucking time.
1: I and feel then, like there's been a shift. You go back to the first twenty episodes, <laughs> you're ranting about tax. Now it's me.
0: <laughs> Swings and roundabouts, <laughs> mate. And I will always rant about tax. That's the way it, that's always the way it is. I got one more thing. Uh, I found this and I, I I bought it in because of the headline, but I'm not going to read the headline and I want you to tell me why this person did what they did. Okay. And it'll come, th- come through.
1: Alright. Can I guess the headline?
0: It- sure. After you read. Okay. A student prank went too far after personal information belonging to dozens of students were hacked. The data breach was first detected at the Down- uh, Downing uh, Downington Area School District last week. The district officials say it was a student who hacked the system. They said their breach is now contained and the student's information... information was not manipulated in any way it gives me some kind of nervous knowing somebody can hack into our school system said student holly griswold an attack like this uh in an attack is not only in the school but also an attack on our students and their families," school district of, uh, official jennifer shealy said the breach was first discovered on october 11. officials say students use coding methods to gain access to the school portal called uh, the Avons. the website helps students with their post-high school plans. It looks like uh, it looks like it was whatever we call uh, we call it an account takeover, so the hacker was able to get into the teacher's login information and from there they could access all the student information. October is Cyber Security Awareness Month and they've taken additional precautions. What individ- uh, individuals can do to protect themselves against this is have a strong password and change it as frequently as you can. Um, A school district spokesperson says the hacker gained access to a range of private information, including a whole bunch of stuff. Officials say the attack wasn't malicious.
1: Now, why do you think a student would hack
0: into the school?
1: Because they don't have appropriate cybersecurity. Uh,
0: that might be the case. But what do you think for them? Or those... they're
1: egged on. Or mm. they've been doing it in class because they've been told to.
0: So close. How yep. about this one? They say the student wanted to gain a competitive advantage in a game known as senior water games, where students go around town shooting water guns at each other. <laughs> 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 so the headline of this is: student hacked into downtowning areas uh, school system to gain competitive advantage in water gunfight. Officials say. <laughs> Oh, that's bloody brilliant. So he just wanted to know where everyone lived so he could just be there with a water gun and just shoot them straight away.
1: That's perfect. That is, that is. And really, it's on the school. Yeah. (laughs) For not having adequate security. 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 Like, he just got the teacher's login and just log straight in. Oh, that is brilliant. See, it's all this build up. What did the teacher say? Put a password as password or password one. All right, you you want to know something funny? Sure. My stepbrother lives with my father. And and he's, of course, his mother, my stepmother. And what a twist. (laughs) I know. (laughs) Anyway, my father controls the internet. Nine o'clock, internet's turned off. If it's my stepbrother's devices. Anyone else's devices? Still going. Still going. Yeah. yeah. So my stepbrother's hacked that and figured out ways past it. And and it's been this ongoing battle for two years. Mm Mm-hmm. And anyway, my father comes out. He's just like, he's on the bloody internet, but I can't even track it. I don't know how he's getting around this. And it, I mean, because it's been hilarious because you can now play your Xbox on your computer. You don't mm. even need to be in the like TV. So for mm. six months, he was just in his room on his laptop playing Xbox, yeah, without my father knowing. Yeah, just just doing know. just doing anyway. it. Anyway. anyway. And he's, my my father's at a loss. It's sort of like this because he's sixteen, but he's really, really, really smart. Mm. And it's like they need each other, mm. to, to, f- offset each to, other. to offset each other. Offset, yeah. Anyway, I go to I go to him like, how did what have you done? And he goes, oh, the neighbor's part, the neighbor's Wi Fi's password is password one.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so he's just using the neighbor's oh, Wi Fi. That's amazing. And I bet <laughs> you they have no idea Because
1: it's like whatever. <laughs> that is elite hacking <laughs> so for two for two years he's been trying to find ways around whatever my father's doing This is like stuff and I'm just using the next door neighbor's wi-fi why not makes it easier No, it's just as long as I never change the password but who does who does when you've set it as password one it's done They've got NBN in their street. Oh, They've all got NBN.
0: They're living the dream. They live in the, yeah. So he's like, yeah, whatever. It's still the same speed. As long as he doesn't go down to ADSL two yeah. or something like that, he's fine.
1: I think I just think that's brilliant.
0: Anyway, I'm like, I'm not telling
1: my father. No, oh, that's great. Uh, he's that's done not, his well, he's done his
0: research. He's given it a go. He's given it a crack. He got password one straight in. Problem solved. I'm like, not my problem. No, that's great. That is. Just- Hopefully, does your dad doesn't listen to this podcast? No, he doesn't listen to the podcast. Oh, of course, he doesn't. So he he's he's fine.
1: And we, oh, you got one more? No, uh, just a quick one. Yeah, go for it. Just a quickie. Um. All right. Oh no, I did that one. You did that one. I did that one. Well, on that
0: vote then. How about we wrap it, wrap it up? For all your wanking needs, needs, you lovely people out there, make sure you follow us on SoundCloud, iTunes, Spotify, Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And if you'd like to send us some hate mail, a death threat, or a rant, record it on your phone and email us. At we only do one take podcasts at gmail.com. And make sure you listen to Karaoke Big E. There are a bunch of good guys over there.
1: And I hope to talk they to them They could soon. send in a death threat or
0: a rant. Both would be funny and yeah. acceptable and I would love them for it. And Kieran, thank you so much for another fun episode. Thank you very much. And we will see you next Thursday.
1: Oh, uh, it's all good. Oh, oh, no, no, you're
0: fine. Oh, oh, you know what I didn't show you? What? Did you see Broccoli Man? No. He's my favourite superhero.
1: Broccoli Man?
0: Yeah. No. He's a environmentalist.
1: No one likes broccoli. I love broccoli. It's my favourite veggie. Wow. It's good for you. Alright, have
0: a look at this.
2: Good morning, Mr Broccoli, you went viral on the internet because you were arrested and you were a
4: piece of broccoli. Yes, um, uh, do you identify as broccoli? Or? I, I am Mr. Broccoli. Yes. Is yes, that Piers Morgan? Um, do you yeah. have another name or not? No, Mr. Broccoli is. That's it. Me. Yeah. You don't it. go
5: about your daily business. Just pause as for a Mr. Broccoli.
4: I've always been a piece of broccoli. <laughs> really? Yeah.
1: <laughs> I thought Pierce Morgan had his own show. <laughs> uh, he's on Good. He's on Good Morning Britain as well. Oh shit! Okay. Yeah. Uh,
0: Sorry. Uh, right, broccoli man. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
4: Yeah.
5: Yeah. Right. So, what, so do you have a job?
4: Uh, I just grow. <laughs> yeah. Right. Right. Yeah, it's
5: sprouted up everywhere. Hasn't and it? Mr.
4: Broccoli, what is your aim? What do you want to achieve with all this? I'd really like to see uh, see a transition to a plant-based food system. I think that's that's vitally important. Lewis Hamilton,
2: the Formula One racing driver, today or yesterday, um, very powerful interview or comments he's given on social media saying he's reaching the end of his tether about this, friends of his won't listen to him, he feels the world is in serious trouble, and that the only way to save it is that we all go to where you want to go, which is a plant-based thing. Uh, Um, So you've got some powerful friends um, in people like Lewis Hamilton. I mean, how are you going to persuade people like me who want a balanced diet of fruit, veg, meat, like we've always done, and think that that's perfectly okay?
4: Uh, A plant-based diet can be a balanced diet piece. It it, it really can. Um, And if if you if you like the taste and texture of meat there's uh, there's loads of budding entrepreneurs in the plant-based food market and it doesn't uh, taste the
2: same though <laughs> and there's also increasing evidence that a strict vegan diet for example can have bad impact on you
4: no i, I don't think that's true there's Well, the scientists are saying it. well you know i think children
2: may end up being more stupid they say <laughs> if well you, if you have only a vegan diet Ooh. for example
4: Peas, I don't know much about, you know, all, all I know that a plant-based food system is... <laughs> you don't know much is... about
2: the science. I
4: mean, with respect I'm to not broccoli, a scientist. if you're going to tell me I... to
2: give up meat, you've got to know about the science. Otherwise, why should I listen Giant to well, it? Giant broccoli protest arrest. A
4: plant-based food Are you calling
5: Peas is... peas?
4: Well, y- yeah.
5: <laughs> why?
4: I thought it'd be quite nice.
5: Can I why? just ask a, a straightforward <laughs> question? And without any comedy, are you a plant? As in, because your argument dressed up as a broccoli just strikes me as so absurd... Well, that you're wearing a costume, but you're trying to get a serious point across about veganism. It
4: is a is serious not, point. Are you yeah. actually
5: not part of Animal Rebellion and Extinction Rebellion the, the, at all, the, but somebody who's trying to send up the whole movement? Because I'm no, not sure not you're going to win not
4: at all. anybody
5: over dressed as a broccoli, trying to make a serious political point so, about how to stop climate change by changing yeah, your diet. Yeah,
4: yeah, yeah. I hear what you're saying, and we are in an extremely hot water about this. You know, it's going to go pear-shaped. Um, but I think... What is?
5: This is a joke, isn't it?
4: No, it's not a joke. It's not a joke. But I do think that, uh, given the gravity of the situation, some levity and humour is important. You know, we need to be able to deal with this. Do you practise what you
2: preach? I mean, when it comes to the environment at home, do you have televisions and devices? Computers? Laptops? No, I'm,
4: I'm just a broccoli. He is
2: I
5: don't, just a broccoli. I don't have I think Pins, I don't have you said yourself recently that there needs to be less fury, more humour, more, I agree humor, with more that. common sense I agree with in that. That. debate. I And, and I have got him, him on to TV it. today, so I, I, I do
2: agree. I do think all these debates would benefit from a little bit more levity and humour.
5: You think exactly. these debates benefit from people dressing up as a broccoli?
2: I think it got him noticed and it's got him on television. But right. I'm not
5: sure you're getting across the scientific argument. Well, that's, that's where I have a
4: slight issue. If you don't know the science about this, how convincing can you be to people? I'm just a, a humble broccoli, lover, but I want people to be able to feel like they can come and take part in this protest. Yeah, but you have
2: to explain mm-hmm. to them why you believe a plant-based diet is actually going to be effective. If what? you don't know the science, how can you do that?
5: It's quite easy well, hang to... On, Here well, hang, hang on, sorry, I'm talking to Mr Broccoli. broccoli. broccoli.
4: Well, I, I am just a broccoli. Right, but, Mr
5: Broccoli, <laughs> you have a point to make, don't you, other than just yes, dressing yes, up in a Yes, my costume? point
4: is that, the environmentally speaking, we're in incredibly hot water and we, we do need to transition. But you to don't a know why, base, do you?
2: you. don't know the science. You don't know why we think we're
4: in hot water. Well, I'm just a broccoli at the end of the day. I, I get that.
2: Yeah. But... Oh.
4: <coughs> what are you doing there? Sorry, I, I've just got a call. That's oh, the wrong way up. Hold on. Yeah. Yeah.
5: You're not really helping the argument Are you? he mean got
4: a banana
5: on, banana phone.
2: Had you made Sorry. a very coherent Powerful <laughs> science based argument
5: Which you thoughts, could have even done If you-, you talked ah, about the amount about that. of methane yeah.
1: for- Alright so those, those presenters <laughs> Are like furious with their producers yeah, For bringing him on And having him on TV But they've got to have him on the TV So they're just like oh fuck it We're just going to rip into you We're going off script Yeah Cause yep. you know those things are all scripted. Oh yeah, they all have the questions pre-asked and. Look pre- at this
0: one. <laughs> it Whoops out the banana phone. Ah.
1: Oh. oh, that is just great. Uh A piece of space. you calling
0: him Peas. Yeah, why? I thought it'd be nice.
5: Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh.
0: oh, that's enough.